Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay, and this is another episode of Anointed Radio. So we're going to come out of Hebrews 11 and 6, and it says, It is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. If you're looking for God, you got to believe in God. Amen. You got to believe that he'll take care of your stresses. You got to believe that God is going to make a way. You got to believe that no matter what happens, that God will protect you from hurt, harm and danger. You got to believe you got to believe in God that he he already has the answer. Amen. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, God, for today. Thank you, God, for bringing us halfway through this week, God. God, we just thank you for everything that you're doing in the midst of the pandemic. We thank you for everything that you're doing in the midst of all the trials that everybody is going through, God. God, we just thank you and God, we love you, God. God, we ask you to come into the midst of this interview tonight, Lord. Let something be said that somebody can say, what can I do to be saved? God, we just give you all the glory and we give you all the praise for all the things that you've opened doors for us, God. All the things that you've helped us through, God. God, we just ask you to just touch us from the top of our head to the sole of our feet. Anoint us, God, to be able to see you and hear you clearly, God. God, we just want to want you to just touch every listener under the sound of my voice to be able to truly hear a word from you, God, to have some wisdom today, God. And God, we just thank you and we glorify you and we said it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jay. And like always, I got something to say. And what I got to say is this. You can find me at anointed Jalon on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find me on Facebook at Pastor Jalon Calhoun on Facebook on my Facebook page. Um, make sure you go download the Anointed Radio app to listen to 24 hour gospel um, and go follow my single. Go go follow it. Go like it. Go download it. Go stream it. Go just go add it to your playlist. All that good stuff. Go get my single Renew My Praise, which is at almost 125,000 um, streams. Praise God. And make sure in the anniversary month of my first single, Jesus, You Make Me Happy. Make sure you go download that song as well. Jesus, You Make Me Happy on all digital platforms. Renew My Praise and Jesus, You Make Me Happy. Go check it out. And that's me, Pastor Jay. Go ahead, Mr. Chris from Chicago. What's up, everybody? Live and in living color from Chicago. It's a maybe something anyway. Uh, but you can follow me at singchrisj.com as well as singchrisj on Instagram and Facebook. Um, go ahead and download, stream, say, uh, forgot the name of my song, Chasing After You. Yeah, go I'm and- chasing. I'm looking. You you triggered it. I'm just saying. You walked right into it. I, I told you that was coming. <laughs> and you got yeah. a nice little plaque for it too. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I did. Actually, I had it made. So it was not an award, everybody. Calm down. Not yet. Praise the Lord. Amen. But yeah, I was I wanted to find a way to kind of uh have like a memory of it in my house. Um, because it was my very first single and it means a lot to me. So yeah, go get it. Go listen to it. Let me know how you like it. Uh, yeah, hit me up. Amen. And then we have 
Dr. Marvinetta Clay, who keeps popping in and off. But I'm going to go ahead and announce for her. Um, make sure you go follow Dr. Marvinetta Clay. You go to drmarvinettaclay.com and follow her at Clay Marvinetta on all social media platforms and get her single worship forever because you should always want to worship before God forever. Amen. That is a testimony. And she's coming out with her new single. Um, oh, she, she's back. She's coming back with her new single, um, Fly Away. And oh, yeah. Fly Away. Yes. My I, Lord. A pleasure to be able to add some, some um, back vocals on that. Amen. And um, Dr. Clay. She could have called me. He was in Chicago. So what? <laughs> I'm bitter. Yeah, I, it, it's okay. She got another song popping up. So maybe you need to come, come on through and um, add your background vocals on it. But Dr. Clay, I think you can speak for yourself. I know she, actually everybody, everybody see, this is the shirt she made for my birthday. Yeah. You oh, see yeah. It's a <laughs> royalty by grace. Okay. Royalty by grace. Hallelujah. It was, it was a dope birthday gift and it was customized just for me. So I definitely have to say, Doc, thank you, Dr. Clay. And if you want your shirt needs, make sure you go check out Dr. Marvinetta Clay at Lord Knows Apparel uh, LLC and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. the back of it. Ah. <laughs> Shondo. Uh, and well, look, and then, I don't know if y'all can hear me here. good. I, I, I'm, I'm having some, I think I'm having some bad signal where I'm at. So please forgive me. I'm not at my normal place where I would be at. That's because I'm here having some of this. You see all that? So what is um, that? <laughs> it looks like food. Birthday cake. Oh, oh birthday. Oh, birthday. Oh, Happy uh, birthday. Live on, on, on the radio. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> hey, man. Happy birthday to my good friend, Lynn. So that's why I'm here celebrating her 68th birthday. And I had hey, to show my face a little tired and all, but I'm here. Yeah, I think I'm having some bad signal here. If y'all can hear me, not to hear, say yes, yeah, thank you, Jesus, all that good stuff. But yeah, you know, just follow me on all social medias. Y'all know where I'm at. Dr. Marvin at a Clay, Clay M, M Clay. That's all. Call me. I don't think there's nobody else that got that name. I hope not. And you know, that's just branding me, period, whatever that is. Just, you know, just being who I am. But follow me on all the social medias. Go to my website, drmarvinettaclay.com. I'm still I'm working on my other website for the t-shirts and other things that God Oh. And she's working on all her t-shirts for all the rest of the stuff that she's doing, um, cups, mugs, and things like that. See, good trade off. And we have Miss Lisa Noel Smith in the building, everybody. Hey, hey, <laughs> oh, and, oh, we got Dr. Clay. She came back. <laughs> it's all good. Y'all go right on. I'm just gonna be. In and out, as they say. So I'll be here. God bless. Oh, okay. Amen. She's sitting in the back of the church today. Amen. Just in case you got to leave again. Amen. So, Miss Lisa, where everybody could go follow you, Miss Lisa knows. I am everywhere. First, I want to say thank you guys for allowing me in your space and letting me come on and, and chat with you guys and, and hang out for a little while. But I'm everywhere on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. 
TikTok, everything. I am Lisa Noel Smith. So I'm excited to be here and, and ready to hang out with y'all. Amen. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Excitement. So um, the one thing I would like to say is this. Um, we are nominated for the SPIN Awards. Amen. Um, Anointed Radio is nominated for the SPIN Awards. Make sure you go to spinawards.com and vote Anointed Radio. Las Vegas is number one gospel station. Um, and if anybody hasn't been looking, we've been getting some great shout outs lately. Go check out the shout outs on social media at LV Anointed Radio on our social media. And you can be able to see some great people. We had Debo. Debo. Oh He's if he listened to Anointed Radio, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell Debo be like, hey, I need you, I need you to go over there and be like, hey, you listening to Anointed Radio? What? <laughs> you seen Craig earlier? <laughs> <laughs> so yes, there's um, so many great things that's um, happening, and there's even more great things that's coming into fruition. So make sure. That um, now you should announce the other part that's coming. It's not ready yet. Oh, fine. Amen. It's coming soon, though. I mean, there's some big stuff happening, and um, it's going to be a great. I guess you could say Anointed Radio is doing a great stride for the gospel community. Um, and it's oh, gonna, not that. The other thing. I'm so lost. All right, so um. <laughs> <laughs> um so I, I just want everybody to know there's so many things that's coming up for Anointed Radio. So stay tuned. Um, and um, for all our podcast listeners, I'll just say, throw this little insert in there. If you didn't know, we moved over to YouTube because it's a better platform. And we stopped getting flagged on Facebook. We would go back. But amen, hallelujah for the YouTube ministry that will not flag us every time we play music with the art, actual artists. Like, I don't understand that, Mr. Mr. Zuckerberg. If I have the artists on here, I think I have permission to play the song. Just throw that out there. But we on YouTube. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hey, thank you. Shekinah glory. Amen. Praise so, and so what we're going to go ahead and go do is we're going to go ahead and go into the music break and we're going to play a playlist of Miss Lisa Knowles' new music and tracks that we know that you're going to love. Make sure you go download all of them that you listen to. And with that being said, the first song we're going to go into the mix with and I have to scroll down is Great Big God. Amen. Amen. See y'all in a minute.
everything I need. Provide for me. Let me hear just the audience sing. you sing. Make it personal, Sam. Everything I need Yeah. Now do it in parts. Let me hear you harmonize and sing everything. Everything I need Provide for me. Say everything. Everything I need No music. I want to hear them. Lift your hands and say Trusting and believing in you. 
Amen, 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 everybody. We are back in the building, and we're going to go ahead and go into the interview phase. Amen. And if you didn't know and you just joined in now, all the music was by Miss Lisa Noel Smith. And before I go deep in, because, man, your songs brought so many questions. So before we go deep in, we got to do an icebreaker question. Okay. So the icebreaker question is this. If you could pick one dessert that you that you can have only for the rest of your life, what dessert would it be? Peach cobbler. Peach cobbler. Peach cobbler. Okay. Not a question. Why? Because it's like it kind of covers a little bit of everything. You got that nice flaky crust. Crust if it's done right, it's nice and buttery. Mm -hmm. Got a little fruit in there. Got a little, you know, got a little. That's that comfort that make you feel like grandmama them made it. Make you sleep mm -hmm. real good. Stick to your bones. Nice and warm. I can eat that for the rest of my life. No problem. Amen. Okay. So getting started, I wanted to just um, have you just address to everybody. Uh, where is your hometown and where do you reside now? My hometown is Memphis, Tennessee, down in the country is where I was born and raised, lived there for 32 years. And then I got married and moved to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, which is where I currently reside now. Wow. That's a big change. What's what's like, what would you say the biggest change is from Tennessee to Alabama? Um, to be honest with you, I'm an extroverted introvert, so I was always a homebody. There was nothing really that kind of sticks out other than the fact that um, this is a college town. So Crimson Tide, University of Alabama, Roll Tide. Um, that was the biggest change for me to be in a city where the language, the universal language is football here. So mm -hmm. um, I think it's actually pretty cool, you know, walking in the grocery store and you got on Roll Tide, Crimson Tide, coffee, and somebody might say, Roll Tide there, you know, and you're like, I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the universal language here. So I think that's uh, definitely was a big difference for Memphis. Okay. So I asked everybody this. This is a poll that's going on. Okay. So the poll is, what was your very first ministry you did in church? My very first ministry was probably the youth choir. I Amen. Was, I started singing when I was three. So I was always, um, you know, singing with youth choir. I, they actually have pictures and videos of me leading the choir as we marched down for youth day. I was a little bitty one in the front, three or four years old. So youth choir. I'm gonna just say that out there because everybody says around three. I said I think that's abuse. Okay, three year olds shouldn't be forced to sing in front of everybody. I'm gonna I just throw that out there. <laughs> I was forced. I'm speaking for the forced ones that said had to come to church. I want to play with Power Rangers, and you telling me to sing "Jesus Love Me." Yes, I know why everybody's staring at me too. I'm still out there. I think that's kind of abuse. We have a different testimony. My, my mom them said that they would have to. Um, like take the cords off the mic and give me a mic because I wanted the mic so bad. Um, and it reminds me of my son, my 10 year old. He's been singing since he could talk. He's Amen. loved. Like I have videos of him two and three standing in front of the TV um, singing in my vacuum cleaner, the handle, you know, just singing and clapping. He just, he loves it. He's, I mean, I loved it. Amen. And for all the the percentage of kids that got forced. <laughs> we learned to love it. 
we were voluntold and we learned to love. It. And if we didn't do it, we got that look like, and you was like, okay. And then them robes was itchy. Come on now. I'm just gonna say, I, I had that rant in my spirit today. Them robes was itchy as a kid. Can you imagine? You already got that outfit on that's hot, and then you got on top of the outfit a robe that's hot and itchy. Y'all jeans in my robe. We have no robe. We have like matching shirts with jeans, skirts, and stuff. We ain't got no robes. I'm I'm from the hood. We we ain't no robes. <laughs> Oh, I grew up Baptist, so we we, we can't. Right, we had rows growing up. We had rows. I like my row. I, I like my rows. I didn't. Itchy. It was like fifty something. I never wore rows. Never. I wore oh, white shirt, black skirt. You know, we had them kind of uniforms. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> like. Stand the <laughs> So, um, I have to ask you. So, knowing that you had background in the church, when was it? The uh, what? When was it the event that made you say, you know, I'm going to go and take it to the next level and go into the industry? Uh, there really, to be honest with you, there was never a time that I even said that. You know, like um, when we started, I was born into a singing family. So when I was born, I was born into a group that was already established, the Brown Singers, which is my family group. My grandmother, my mom, dad, everybody was already doing it, and so you know. Of course, naturally, um, as I grew a love for music, I started doing it too. But there was never a time that we was like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do A, B, and C so that we can break into the industry. It kind of it wasn't it was never like that. We just kind of sang and then all of a sudden our opportunities began to present themselves, like, you know, record labels that reach out and you know, that kind of thing happened. And then before you know it, you know, people know who you are and you know, you're invited to sing here and you win this award. But it was never anything that we sought after. I get a lot of up and coming artists that ask, you know, what can we do to make it? And I always tell them, you know, don't try to make it. Like, you know, like that was not something that I started out to do. I never said, I'm going to be a successful gospel artist. I really just love to sing. Amen. And you followed your passion. It doesn't feel like a day. And the Bible is, uh, says that if, you, if you're humble, God will exalt you. You don't have to do the exalting. He's going to do it. And I'm really living uh, proof that if you just do what you're called to do, whatever doors that God wants you to go through, he'll open them for you. You ain't got to kick none down. You got to do none of that stuff. You just walk in the calling. He going to make Amen. the way. And that's exactly what he did for me and my family. Amen. So you don't have to have no dreadheads in the lobby? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Because, <laughs> um, you know, one thing I feel like a lot, because you said the whole, you know, a lot of times you got bus doors and forest doors. But one thing I could say is that God opens doors that's only for you. And no matter how many people try to imitate your your journey and your walk, they can never do it because that door is for you. And that's powerful what you said, being humble, because if you are humble, that God will exalt you. I think that's a big thing right there for upcoming artists to kind of take away from that because a lot of times we we feel i'm gonna include myself we feel that we got to kind of be like hey i'm an artist hey everybody like this but if we if you just you know say god you know you got it and just stop taking the stress i think i was just talking about dr clay um at i'm over the I'm, I don't know if I should. No, nope, I'm safe. So 
I'm over the whole award scenes. I'm over a lot of the politics that come into it because it's just like you're trying to show people who you are, but you already know who you are and whose you are. So why do you have to go out there and try to and and be in the races and and always kind of putting putting extra when you're like, you know what? I know what God blessed me with and come to the time where you could just be cool with self because a lot of times people just throw themselves in crowds and hope that they could be seen and, and be honest on what i've experienced in in the industry so far is that you could do that all you want to but if it's not your time it's not your time that's exactly what i was about to say you know i think a lot of artists get frustrated because they expect some type of uh, microwave success um, but even a lot of the artists that we aspire after or that we um, we are influenced by, we don't know their journey. You don't know what they have uh, sacrificed to get that level of success. And I think we become really frustrated when we try to emulate, we try to imitate that when you should just do what God called you to do. I'm telling you, I'm proof. Um, even when the Brown Singers won, we won two Stella Awards. It was amazing, an amazing feeling. The first one, I was like, yay. The second one, I was crying like, oh, my God, we won too. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, because it was a beautiful moment. But at the same time, never in a, mil a million years would have thought we would have won. That was never an aspiration of mine. It was never an aspiration to be on the billboard. It was never something that I wanted. I wasn't saying, okay, this this is the formula. You do bam, 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 and then you're successful. God chose this for me. I didn't mm -hmm. choose it for myself. I, if And as I've said on multiple occasions, had I known what I would have to sacrifice and what I would have to go through for this level of success, I probably would have said no. Mm. Probably said, nah. That's a, you said I got to be lied on, talked about? I got to be mm. what? Oh, don't worry about it. Oh, you said they gotta wow. do what? People gotta they gotta dog me out. Oh, they gotta I'd have been like, oh well, no, I don't want to do that. Oh, you say I gotta for the anointing is the price you gotta pay? But what what can I get for free? That's what I want to, you know what I'm saying? Because right. it is, it's not free. There is a price. Yeah. Uh, I love to hear Jacqueline Carr talk about the crushing of the olive that produces the oil. Um, when there's oil on your life, there's a call in your life, there is some things that you don't see. And I say all the time, yeah. you see the success, but you don't see the sacrifices. Mm. And people, they don't see that part. They just see the lights, yeah. camera, action. You don't see the sleepless mm. nights. You don't see the waking up early. You don't see the money that's got to go into this. Because when it becomes a business, then you, you know, because you start off, like me, I started off as just a young girl that loved to sing. But as I became more popular, the demand changed. People trying to book you, come A, B, C, D, and all this. You got to quit your job. You got to have faith in God. You got to, you know, leave your kids. You got to, that's a lot of stuff that comes with this. And like now, it's 7 o'clock where you're at. It's almost 10 o'clock where I am. That's a sacrifice that I have to make to talk to you guys, to talk about what we're doing in music and inspire and encourage. You know, it's, it's, it's a, it's. It's a lot. And you got to be willing to say, mm -hmm. okay, God, now, all right, you, you've put me in this place. Now you take me wherever you want to go. You give me the strength. You give me the courage, the understanding, the knowledge, and then don't let me leave without your word. And I'll make sure that everybody knows that you get the glory. Amen. Amen. Don't let me preach. I'm a preacher. Go ahead. Uh -huh. Preach. Okay. <laughs> 
We'll get you an offering ready when right. we finish. Production plate to the right hand side. Come on now. We'll be thrown out in the end of this. Um, (laughs) One thing I would want to say is, and I and I love just hearing testimonies of this topic. I think this is a powerful topic. I think this is um, a revelation moment that everybody is going through. What have you learned about you in the time of the pandemic? I've learned that I needed to rest. I think sometimes we get so busy in the hustle and bustle of things um, that we miss out on just the simple things like, you know, my day to day life before uh, this pandemic, I was running like a chicken with the head cut off. Um, I was, you know, my kids, I have a a 12th grader, a fifth grader, I have a four year old. So all these different things. My son played football, my daughter on track. I'm on a media ministry at church. I'm on a ministerial staff at church. So, you know, I teach Bible class sometimes, teach the youth sometimes, all these different things. Then I'm an artist and then I'm a wife and then all, I got a business, I got a record label, I got all these things. And I just never took time to, my mom would always say, okay, your body going to tell you when you need to sit down somewhere. People would be telling me, you got to sit down. You can't. I'm running to the airport. I'm up at three o'clock in the morning because the airport is an hour away from me and I got to Flight at 5.45 and just, you know, just all over the place. But during this pandemic, I have had a chance to rest, to breathe, to play Uno with my kids, to, you know, just just chill. You know what I'm saying? Just just mm-hmm. rest. And, and, and we get so busy because I think a lot of times we're trying to um, um, follow our own agenda. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got all this stuff I got going on. But you know what? During this pandemic, I'm still doing the same thing, but I'm getting way more rest. Mm. I'm still putting out music. I'm still working for the church, still with my kids. But you know what? I'm stopping at like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, going to sleep. You know, sometimes earlier than that, waking up my husband. I can cook breakfast. I, you know, it's just I'm able to rest. Mm-hmm. Rest. So I, I, hear, I hear in the, in the spirit, you found a proficient, you found a proficient way of doing it where you lack of nothing. And right. that's something that's, I think everybody's testimony is, is almost identical. So obviously God was trying to tell us something that we was either mark and we wasn't operating in a proficient, ah, that word is just fall on my spirit proficient way of doing things in Christ because just because you're doing something don't mean it's proficient right yeah you could just be doing a whole lot of things and there's nothing actually having any substance of it uh let me stop before I start preaching that, that that's deep how you just said that because because one thing one thing I, I could I could say is in this in this moment I think God made us have to come and make a way that works around the norm. And I think that's something that we've been closed minded of. Um, I could say I have personally, where we're just thinking of different ways. We just got comfortable in how, how, how it used to be like, all right, a rip run, um, go here, go there. And we never sat there and be like, okay, what is this really uh, proficient or efficient for my life? Um, where I don't feel too, I guess you could say, drained. 
and too drawn out. And even in, in the industry, I've, I've talked to so many managers and it's different because now people are not flying to churches. People are doing virtual virtual concerts, which we will definitely go to um, go to you having one. And um, it's not the same. Whereas whereas like you have to sit there and 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 fall asleep at the airport and get about maybe three hours of sleep and go out. Now you you perform a full performance in your church or in your house or your personal studio and get the same effect. And it's just now people can do things proficiently. So yeah. one thing I want to ask you is how was your virtual event? Um, it was amazing, man. I I guess, you know, I, I've said this and posted this before for those of us who are creatives, um, you know, like me, music is therapeutic for me. So when I get the mic in my hand, it's like nothing else really matters. It's like me and God and everybody else is listening. You just happen to be there while we having this moment, you know. Mm-hmm. So because um, it's therapy for me. Um, so my virtual uh, encounter, I like to call it, I was able to just be free and sing some of the new music because, you know, everybody knows I've sang with my family group for 20 plus years and now I'm doing this uh, solo stuff. I hate saying solo, it sounds so quartet, but um, doing this record by myself and um, I'm really, really excited about the music and we just kind of had a moment, you know, though it's so many people we allowed uh, 20 people to come in. Um, and kind of be there as the audience to experience because I wanted to have that kind of feel. Um, even virtually, I wanted you to feel like you were at a concert and not watching a performance. You know what I'm saying? So we had a little bit of an audience spread out six feet apart, and we had some church. I'm talking about we had to edit it down to like 40 minutes, but we had about an hour and 28 minutes of oh my God, just on our face, just having a moment because we needed it. Like me, I'm, I'm my church is different. We're doing like drive-up service. A lot of people are going to church online. So you just need a moment to just, you know, just let it out. Those of us, mm-hmm. um, I understand now what the Bible says, forsake not to assemble yourselves together. There is something about us having the ability to be able to come together that, um, is like fuel for the believer. So um, that virtual experience was able to refuel um, a lot of us, the singers, the band, me. And, you know, at the same time, we got a chance to capture uh, some of the new music and we hope that uh, it translates very well uh, virtually what we felt that night. Amen. Amen. So with your new music, you spoke about your new music. Kind of tell us, we played some of her new music, everybody, but just to kind of reintroduce that, um, tell us what was what was your inspiration behind the music? Uh, I hope that the music would be reflective of my life. You know, um, years ago, I had somebody to prophesy to me and say, you got to make sure that you watch your language. Um, watch what mm-hmm. you say as a believer. Watch what you sing. Mm-hmm. Um, because that it 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 connects with the spirits of others um, through what you sing. So I wanted this new music to be reflective of my relationship and my life right now. So God is a great big God. My mother is a 18 year cancer survivor. Uh, my husband went through a very tough uh, sickness, and God brought him back. On his God is He is a great big God, and I and the uh, before that, when I wrote that song, I remember hearing the saying that I'm not going to tell um, my God how big my problems are. 
I'm going to tell my problems how big my God is. Um, so, you know, I was riding one day and I was thinking, you know what? We serve a great big God who does amazing things. He's a mighty God. And I just turned on the voice memo on my phone and I wrote a song. Um, and then the rest of the music is pretty much the same thing. You know, a guy wakes me up out of my sleep or um, I just hear a melody in my head while I'm cleaning and cooking. And here it is. All I Want Is You, which is my current single. Um, I actually released two. All I Want Is You in Testimony back in July. And um, All I Want Is You was, you know, I, I didn't know that we were going to be in a pandemic in 2020. I had no clue. When I wrote the song, I was thinking, what if God took everything away from me? What if he took everything from me? If he took the awards, if he took uh, the accolades, all of the features and all of the connections that I have, would I still... Without everybody looking, do you still serve God? You know what I'm saying? Without oh, social, without everybody following. And this is what I came up with. Um, and I and I ended up, I was singing with the Brown Sisters and I kept saying, I don't want to go to concerts and I don't want to see another uh, uh, major artist that's, you know, kind of all with about them because it's not about you. Show me Jesus. Let me mm. see in your lifestyle. Let me see Jesus in your music. Let me see Jesus in your interactions. I've had so many people um, that pick me up from the airport and say, wow, you're really nice. I picked up another gospel artist and they were nasty and they had a bad attitude and they were, you know, and I'm like, I don't want all of that. Show me mm -hmm. Jesus. When people hear me, I want them to see Jesus. I don't want them to Amen. see Jesus. So really, God, all I want is you. Everything I need, you're going to provide it for me. That's called complete trust. God. That's not, God, I trust you up until this point, and then I'm going to do the rest myself. No, God, you give me you, and everything you want me to have, you give it to me. I ain't going after nothing that he ain't going to give me. So that's, I hope the music is reflective of, like I said, my lifestyle and uh, where I am now, my relationship with God. That's deep. <laughs> and and, and you're right on, on that aspect of people are tired of the show. People want the worship experience to be able to commune, not to be, you know, uplifting uh, artists, but to be able to have somebody help usher in the spirit yeah. and be able to be more authentic because people are tired of the show. You know, I, I think that's one thing where people are at in their life right now, where it's like, I'm tired of show, church politics, um, this, this whole culture where it's we 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 church people in the church, but then on the outside we act a fool and then yeah. treat other people horribly. We uh, there's a lot of people that just want to be like, I want to find somebody that could feed me, to be able yeah. to give me give me a word, to be able to give me some positivity and hope. Where if I feel like today is a horrible day, that you know, just like how the mothers used to be, I used to love sitting by the mothers because even though they got on you on your worst day. You know, you you and you just going through it, and she just say something that just make that little tear just come down because you it, you just needed to hear that, or they just come give you that hug, and yeah. it was it was something to be able to reassure you, and it was nothing but God yeah. because they directed you to God, not them, and mm -hmm. I think that's where a lot of a lot of the industry is missing the mark. It's not yeah. about us. I know we get close to the whole secular world where we, we feel like we should be doing as, as a comparison, but then we forget what we do it for and what yeah. we do is for Jesus and to be able to bring people's souls to him because there's a whole lot of people lost. And at the end of the day, we have 
we have uh, uh we were ordained to to go out and spread the gospel but we yeah. we let our 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 lips in our life preach two different messages that's good because one thing i can say is i was scared you know god rest um the late bishop um ray mack where he told me that if you um if somebody walks away from christianity because of you their blood is on your hands that's a powerful thing to think about that just because you had an attitude just because you was petty just because you had your mode and forgot about the charge that god put over your life and they walked away from christ because they thought your representation of christ was how god really is yes that's deep. I'm gonna have to drop my really? I'm dropping. Let y'all go ask a question. <laughs> oh, you really, you, really, you done? Oh, I'm done. <laughs> I was waiting. Oh, you was ready to go ahead. No, I wasn't gonna ask questions. I was just listening and just getting all this information. It was it's great, and it's actually really true about how you know, people are tired. Like I go to church and I'm like, I'm tired. I don't want to sit here and be entertained. Your run is nice. Thank you. I appreciate it. But like, like I said, I want to experience God and yeah. I want to see Jesus in you, what you're singing. And even I agree with you, I'm even in the music I'm trying to come out with, I want them to hear and see Jesus in that. Um, but I did have one question for you about songwriting. I know, for example, for me, I had one moment where I was in a dream and I heard the most beautiful song ever and I can't remember it. Have you ever had those type of moments? Yes, all the time. I've actually, I've actually had moments where, and it was a, it was a, a life changing thing for me because I think that God gives us stuff that um, we're supposed to use, and it's really true that you have to be if it's anointed and it's and God, there's a message that God wants to get out. If you don't do it, He'll give it to somebody else. I wrote a song. I. You know, and I couldn't remember little pieces of it. And then I heard a group singing and I was like, dang, that sounds like my song. My sister was like, didn't you write a song that sounds just like that? I was like, yeah, but I dug my feet, didn't do what I need to do. So, you know, in those moments, that's why now everywhere I go, I got my phone and I'm recording. As soon as it comes to my mind, if I sing it over and over and over again, I'd be like, let me go on for some more of this before I forget this. Because we will. You know what I'm saying? You land in the bed. I used to be too lazy to get up out of my sleep. Now I get out of my sleep, open the door on my nightstand, find, you know, a pen if God brings a verse to my mind or whatever, because I don't know what it's for. He knows. If he wakes me up at three o'clock in the morning, with a song, get your butt up and record that song because it's right. a reason for that. He ain't just waking you up just to give you a sweet song so you can go back to sleep. They ain't a lullaby. That could be your sound exchange check. Pray. You know Amen. what I'm saying? <laughs> right? <laughs> so so true. So I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I honestly thought something was wrong. Because, you know, I, I've had those moments, too, where, you know, you, you're having a dream and you wake up, you can hear it so well. And when you wake up, you totally forget about it. And oh. so I, I just honestly thought something was wrong. I was like, why? I can't remember that song. It was beautiful. I, I mean, you know, and so it's, it's good to hear that. And so I, I think that a lot of people need to understand that you're going to have those moments. You're going to have those moments where you will remember 
I mean, I know I, I had a dream one time and I did remember the whole entire song. So I had to get up and make sure I recorded it because I know how my mind sometimes acts because I'm getting older. Well, let me say wiser. So um, um, I just think that it, it, it's important, especially for uh, a lot of independent artists needs to hear that because, um, you know, a lot of them, you know, a lot of people have the wrong motives. They have the wrong motives and they're thinking that, you know, this is going to be a one hit wonder. Uh, they think it's going to be a microwave uh, thing that's going to just happen overnight. But it takes time. It takes um, encouragement. It takes push. And it does take some sleepless nights. It does take that. I mean, especially if you're real, if your heart is in the right place. Let me just say it like that. If your heart is in the right place. And um, I can say I have followed you on some on, on quite a few things. Um, and, and, you know, I'm from Chicago. So, you know, when we look Chata. at quartet singing, we call yeah. it hip slap singing. So don't yeah. don't yeah. mind me. <laughs> well, I'm raised in it. So you got every, every nickname it can have. Trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I was raised up on it and I love it. I love it. And I love what the Brown sisters have done. I love everything that you're doing. And I'm looking forward to whatever else God has for you, for real, for real. Because, you know, to hear um, your humbleness, honestly, mm -hmm. and then your transparency, that means a lot. Because wow. people need to understand. Because, you know, they might look at you like, you know, they like, oh, she has a ride. But yet they want to put you in a uh, a place where you're not really at. And what, yeah. what that means is that you're a humble person and you really truly believe um, your relationship with God is, uh, that's, what, that's how important it is for you. And so people need to see that and understand that it's not just about the limelight and it's not just about the connection. It's really a God thing. So I appreciate yeah. that. Absolutely. And I, I, I feel like with when it's when you're if you're a walking ministry, no matter where someone finds you, you should be the same. And I, I think that's where everybody should aspire to. You know, if you were silly, but you could preach, then you should be silly and <laughs> preach. And, every, and, and, and when you preach, don't sit here and be like, and God said, and be like, <laughs> and like what is wrong with him? He bipolar. Anyway. <laughs> I don't even know how to do that. I don't even know how to. I haven't mastered like the whole. I'd laugh about it now because I hear preachers. I know a couple of young ladies who preach, and uh, you know, I don't know. I joke with them like I don't know how to turn that thing on. Like I don't know how to say and God said and and I'm like I told you know that. So when I preach, I sound just like I sound when I'm talking. I'm saying I don't know, um, but because I, I don't do it all for, I just don't do, I don't perform. I don't do it for show. Even if you see me and I'm going crazy on the stage, like I feel that, but I'll go crazy mm -hmm. at home. Like when mm -hmm. nobody, I'll just be, you know, my kids come in and if I, like now, of course I watch a lot of church on YouTube and group singing or, you know, ministers or whatever, whatever I'm doing, I, I'll put it on the big screen and, you know, like Ty, I love Ty Tree, but I'm a big Ty Tree fan. I really love the energy. Um, I, I, I've watched that uh, uh, he turned it video over and over again. Mm -hmm. uh, I, my kids, he turned my morning. I be just jumping all around the house, just going crazy. Hair <laughs> flying everywhere. My kids, they sneaking and putting me on Snapchat. And I'm like, no, but I, I act like that for real. <laughs> <laughs> Really, how I act. I'm really just, you know, but 
give God all that I have. I give God, I, and I love to do it. I don't have to be the one with the mic. You can, it could be your moment, and I'm gonna act the same kind of fool because I just love, I love good music, I love good singing, and I love God's people for real, for real. Amen. Amen. Oh. Amen. So, did you hear uh, that? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you hear that? Did you just hear the last thing she just said? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody talked about me saying the same thing she said, and now I just heard her say it. So I feel all right about it. For real, for real. Thank you. <laughs> so moving on. Um, um, one thing I wanted to just say, um, I'm, just, I'm trying to be time conscious, y'all. She on she had you, Chris, and everybody on, on the East Coast, and it's 10 o'clock on the dock in the drop top cruising <laughs> streets on the anointed radio. And I, I'm, I'm trying to be time conscious. Amen. And I'm out in the heat. Amen. Amen. And and it's still 98 degrees in Las Vegas. Polly. Ah. Bless your hearts. Bless. <laughs> bless you. Like the old folks, bless your little heart. <laughs> Amen. So one thing I want to just say is, Miss Lisa, um, what is some upcoming projects that you have coming um, that you, you would like the people to know about? Oh, well, I started a women's retreat uh, about three going on four years ago. Uh, Loving Me Again Women's Retreat, I created, uh, I think, uh, just quickly, the backstory on it is from 20 to 30 is when I spent the time kind of figuring out who I was. And at 30, I had to come to Jesus with myself. And I realized, you know what? I don't love me like I should love me. Um, around 32, 33, I put on the computer on Facebook. I was like, hey, I want to get some other women who um, are not being catty, who are not enticed by what this reality TV stuff is doing, who really want to love and empower and pray together and support each other. And 300 ladies showed up in Birmingham, Alabama. And uh, from that day to this one, I've continued on doing it. So it's coming up in September, the Loving Me Again Women's Retreat. It's going to be virtual this year, of course, because of COVID-19. But it's about empowerment. We work out together. Uh, we generally have some type of fun thing. So this year it's going to be a pajama night, a virtual pajama night. Uh, we work out, we're going to do a virtual workout session and then an empowerment session where I'll preach in um, all virtually, but, you know, we still going to do our thing. I think it's important that women stick together. We are generally the matriarchs of our family, and I feel like if the woman ain't good, then the family is not good. You can't be a proverb 31 woman if you ain't got your mind, if you ain't, you know, you ain't sane, you ain't whole, you ain't feeling good. Um, you All these things are going wrong with you. Um, I think it's important that we build up that woman so that she can do what she needs to do to support her family. So uh, that's what loving me September 18th, 19th. Virtually, they can go to my website for information www.iamlisanoldsmith.com. All the information is there. Um, and that's about it. We, um, of course, you got new music coming out. Yeah, new music. Well, the singles dropped already, but the new music won't come out until the top of the year. Uh, we're just going to push All I Want Is You. So if you don't have it, All I Want Is You, a testimony available wherever you digitally, digitally stream or download your music. You can get that music there, any of the brown singer stuff, whatever you want. If you go, if you don't want to buy nothing, pray for you, girl. Listen, um, we all stand in the need of prayer. Don't be anxious for anything, everything by prayer and supplication to make your request known. Pray for me, and I pray for you. All that good stuff. Amen. So one thing I wanted to say is we we love that you came and um and spent time with us because one thing that you can't give back is time. 
So that's the most valuable thing on earth is time. So we really thank you for coming on the show with Anointed Radio. We really appreciate you. Now you came on, you family, so you can't get rid of us. Um, just had to throw that, slick that in there. So if there's any new projects, any new music, anything like that, uh, we'll we'll definitely promote it. We'll put things in rotation. You now have a headquarters here in Las Vegas. When you're in Thanks. Las Vegas after Corona, you come into the studio, put your feet up like you at your, at your family house and be like, Hey, what's up y'all? That, right. that is the type of family that we are building in the, in the body, because I believe that United, um, United, we can bring change. And that change is to be able to truly bring believers together so that we could be able to get the word out for Christ. So just know that we really appreciate you. We thank you. And one thing I would say, and, and, um, and that'll be the last thing before we go out. And I would actually like you to um, introduce your other song. I didn't play it purposely um, because we're going to play out to it. Um, Is what would, what would be your last words of wisdom to the listeners? Oh, I definitely would say that. Um, Remember that God is intentional. Even in this time of uncertainty, we're in a pandemic, things have changed all around the world. Even with the civil unrest and things that are happening all around the world, please know that God is intentional. And uh, I think that he's giving the body of Christ the opportunity to reset and repent. Um, I'm a preacher and I got to say what God gives me. Uh, reset and repent is necessary. Um, I think that we have become desensitized to sin and the things of the world, but we were not called to be a part of the world. Um, we were called to um, to uh, seek and to save those that are lost um, through our ministries, through our music, through our life. So don't think that right now is a time of panic because it's a pandemic. It is a time of reset and repentance so that God can heal our land. Seven chronic, uh, uh, Second Chronicles chapter seven, um, verse 14, where it says, my people will call by my name. Um, if we wanna get to the heal the land, forgive the sins and heal the land, then we gotta humble, we gotta pray, we gotta turn. So um, I just want you guys to know that God is intentional. And he's going to do it, but he's waiting on us to do what we're supposed to do. Amen. So, everybody, that was Miss Lisa Noel Smith, everybody. She's going to go ahead and introduce her next song, and that is Testimony. So, everybody, Miss Lisa knows. This song is intentionally (laughs) my testimony. My favorite line is, he took my test and he made me my best. I thank God for my testimony. Right here on Anointed Radio Network. Amen. Here we go. Bye, everybody. got a story about God's glory, how he turned my life around. I was headed 
destruction. Ooh, the enemy was trying to take, take me out. Had it not been his grace I don't know where I where I would be but I'm still alive to tell so The V, the victory. One line I like in this song, it says, He took my test, made me my best. I thank God for my testimony. I thank God for my testimony. In my life, where I wanted to keep up the fight, and in those times I learned myself I couldn't do it on my own. I needed God's help. So with the enemy, oh, he won. God said, "Not so, Lisa. Your work is not done." So I'll praise him for the rest of my life. Everywhere I go, I testify. He took my test and he made me my best. I thank God. Thank you for my testimony. Just would do right and day after day I can still say had it not been for you I don't know what I would do truth is I should have died but I survived and by your grace I'll win this race can I get Every time the enemy thought he had me bound, he turned my test. God, he turned it around and worked it out for me. Yes, he 
Yes, he did it. 